microphone. you just sniffed the microphone. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Mr. Falconing sends a biscuit. Last week, I dropped one. And then I was hoping. I went, I had the keys. Listener. Up by the mic. It's very close. The mic hanging by my face. And I had it in my hand. Not in front of my face. And I leaned forward and smelled the mic. And I was like, I hope Kirk didn't notice. And he did. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm great. I'm Kirk. I'm Dane. And this is the Cheese Cast. Welcome back, everybody. We're back. We we got our first episode, what do you call it? In the can? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, it's in the can. Okay, it's in the can. So um, our first episode, our first wedge is online. Wedge. Um, we're already getting some nice feedback, and we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit later on, but that's really gratifying. People seem happy. So we're back. Um, Dane bullied me into <laughs> doing another recording. Dragged um, him. Yeah, it was it was just a relentless amount of pressure, it was. and um, I had to go into a little bit of therapy to deal with it. Um, this is therapy. It is kind of yeah. You're right. Yeah, cheesy therapy. It's my favorite guy. <laughs> yep. We've got an exciting show for you today. I'm hoping that you all enjoy it. Uh, let's get right to it. Um, what's up, cheesehead? What's a story from your cheesy life since we last talked? Because you know that. we never see each other. It's since we last left you, I've been, you know, just preparing we've been talking yep. a little bit about cheese yep. and as you said we've had incredible feedback which there's a pun there somewhere probably about cheese but one of the things that i learned <laughs> that after 27 years of life i wasn't really aware of mm-hmm. and that i thought was cool was in some of that feedback was some of my family members uh, yeah on my dad's yep. side uh, two of his sisters amy and ann both my aunts one lives in nagani uh, one lives in florida these were two stories uh that they both had stories of the same person mm-hmm. that I think explains where it is bred into me, uh, the cheese background, yep. and why I think somewhere way back in my taste bud uh, genealogy, if that's a thing, that I it might is like now. it. It is now. <laughs> I think I might, I'm excited to taste the, the, the bombastic crazy cheeses when mm-hmm. we get to it because of this, so I'll share shortly. Um, my grandpa on my dad's side, so his dad, well, they have always been in Wisconsin, UP area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquette, he was the photographer for Northern Michigan yeah. forever, yep. uh, was that he apparently loved stinky cheese. Oh. And both of the sisters had like little cheese stories that I thought were funny. So I, I printed them off and I'll read them a little bit. Uh, but so Anne, the younger sister, said, your grandfather loves stinky cheese. The more offensive the odor, the better. So kindred spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, my grandma, who was a sweet, sweet, sweet second grade teacher, just as sweet as you could be, uh, created a vault in the fridge with many layers to hide the stench in order to gra- for Gramps to get a morsel of his beloved fromage. We, we yep. have the gift of gab yep. in the family. Uh, he had to go through something similar to the beginning of the show, Get Smart. So I just, I like to picture that, that it's, it's time for cheese and everybody's like close fitting their nose and he's unraveling this elaborate system to get to his cheese. Um, and on the same, in the same cheese vein, on the same wheel, maybe? I don't know. Vein works because that's what you call the, the blue bits inside blue cheese. Really? It's a vein, yeah. Learning. Yep. Yep. Knowledge. We did it. 
Um, and Amy, who lives in Florida, my grandparents used to go to Florida to Pensacola mm-hmm. during the winter. When they were visiting in Florida, they were at their house, and my aunt had to run out for a minute right before she left. She made, she made the children. She, they have two children. Uh, but right before <laughs> she left, she made them a plate of cheese chips with you know classic tortilla, and she says grated cheddar mozzarella. So even I usually okay. just do this the shredded cheese. Yep. Don't grate it myself. Uh, in the microwave, and my grandpa thought that it looked good, but the cheese was a little bland. Uh, so while she was gone, he made his a delicious concoction <laughs> of chips with Limburger cheese in their microwave. And when she got home, they had to open all the doors and windows, <laughs> and they had no idea. She was asking if the toilet had an issue and what was going on. And even he apparently couldn't eat the chips because of how bad the cheese that was. sounds absolutely And that's just wild. classic... <laughs> Don Pavlovsky's. So things like that. Uh, the cheese incidents have been going back before my time right. even and through other members of the family. But that was just they shared it on Facebook when we were talking about the episode. And I just thought it was really adorable and yep. funny. That's good. How about yourself? Um, so you recall last week we, we talked about different episodes we were doing. And we have a friend um, who is a big proponent of mild cheese. Yes. And so I mentioned to him at lunch yesterday that, you know, we, we're going to do an episode, and he had to come. And he's like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> Sounds about <laughs> right. Come? I don't want my voice broadcast. And I said, it's a podcast. It's not broadcast. <laughs> it's podcast. Yeah. It's different. He's like, it's way different. can people listen to it? I'm like, yeah, but it's not broadcast. It's harder to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to yeah. work. It's not just out there. Yeah, you they have, have to, to want it. it. You can't it's, just click onto it. It's yeah. different. <laughs> it's way different. Like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And um, then he... So we're, I'm giving him a bit of business about, you know, mild cheese, and he starts talking about Butterkasse, which is this cheese he absolutely loves. I've never had it. Huh. Um, it's German or Swiss. He wasn't sure, and I haven't bothered to look it up. So it's it's the word butter, except with an umlaut over the O. Yeah, so yeah. Buter and then Kasse. We think it's K-A-S-S-E. Okay. Kind of thing. So it probably means basically butter cheese or That's, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he immediately just goes into this lyrical five-minute thing about how it comes from these little alpine valleys yeah. between two remote peaks and nobody ever knows about it. It's made with, That's you know, perfect. European butter, which is higher fat content than American butter. And it's just the most wonderful stuff. He's <laughs> like, wow. I'm like, just shut up. You're coming to our show. Just come talk about it. And, no, I can't be broadcast. I'm, we're we'll going to have to basically, like... Um, dragoon him, just go ahead and like, club him with our new mace. And, say, we have a mace now, <laughs> and bring him in here, strap him to a chair, and feed him Budarkaza, and he'll be all happy. Sounds like a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He's such a drama queen, that guy. Yeah, sounds, sounds yeah. like him. Very he's dramatic. Not, he, he, he won't listen to this because he's a little So one of our segments, it's a, it's not going to be every week, but it's some weeks we're going to have, is crazy cheese facts. Yes. So I gave Dane some homework. I said, you need to find yes. a crazy cheese fact. So um, absolutely, listeners, if you hear about ch- crazy cheese facts that you would like us to explore or talk about, by all means, send them in. Please um, do. Reply to the post on Facebook or send us emails. We would love to hear things about cheese that we don't know and that the rest of the world might find out about but what did you find out okay little little researcher (laughs) so uh, in the same vein as things that you probably don't believe on the internet i found two things (laughs) yeah that i did oh you've got tabs yeah i got tabs tabs. so we can just to give the viewers and by viewers i mean listeners an idea we have upgraded i'll put it on the instagram 
and the Twitter, which is at Man, cast underscore cheese. We're I am a millennial, <laughs> sir. <laughs> this is what I do. What there's a name for this? Is it cross platform promotion? Yeah, you can say that. Like, yeah. What's the, there's a name for it's it? It's just kind of a thing now where if you do it's just something, what you, do. you always post to everything. Oh, that's a lot of work. It is, but I'm doing it for you. <laughs> okay. Um. So I will. I'll post a picture because I have an old one of the first episode yep. of our setup. And the second one, which is really just, we added two little wheelie tables <laughs> yep. and a monitor hooked up to my laptop. And so. a cooler for the cheese. And a cooler for the cheese. <laughs> yep. Um, but so we've got, it's an impressive setup now. So we'll, uh, so I found a, a many things. I'm so excited. But a couple see. I want to throw and like Christmas. see what you think if they're <laughs> legit or not. So these two, and we can pick one and maybe we'll cut. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm actually going to tell this story Are a you? little bit. Yeah. I'll save that one. I'll save that one. Um, the, the, how about, is this one fair game? I do not know about that Good. One. It's, it's a quick one. I just like it. It's got, it's got a K-H-K-E-N yep. kind of thing. So uh, one one cheese thing I found that I thought was funny yep. and amusing uh, was there's apparently, uh, this, this has always been a very interesting thing to people yeah. to not only make cheese, but make the biggest cheese. Yeah. Like, yep. hey, it's like the pumpkins you always see where it's like, hey, I grow pumpkins. Then somebody's like, I grew a 400 pound one. <laughs> and they just want to yep. have a huge thing. Uh, but so <laughs> apparently there was once a cheese yep. of 7,000 7, pounds. That's, a, that's, that's a, a lot. That's big cheese. That's a big cheese. Yep. Some would say that's like three and a half tons. Yeah. 2,000 pounds? Yep. Ton? Yep. Math. Uh, was produced in Ingersoll, Ontario in 1866. 22 years after all that college, what's up? Uh, and exhibited in New York and Britain. It was immortalized in a poem called Ode on the Mammoth Cheese Weighing Over 7,000 Pounds. Very creative title. Yep. Uh, by James McIntyre, a Canadian poet. I had no idea See, so, of, of any of that. I didn't know that that cheese was done. I didn't know there was a poem called that. And I didn't know that it was written by a guy named James McIntyre. I'm going to find the poem. I haven't been oh, able totally. to find it yet. Yeah, yeah. But I that's feel like that's going to be a thing yeah. that we do. Yeah. Absolutely. The other thing, which I think is interesting, yeah. and I've seen multiple times, so I think it's probably kind of legit. Uh, <laughs> but in Italy, there's a bank, apparently, that takes Parmesan cheese from local producers in exchange for cheap loans. Uh, changing, charging three to five percent interest depending on the quality of the cheese. That's so awesome. And a fee <laughs> ensuring the cheese matures properly over two years. That's great. In the bank vault, the cheese is then sold if the loan defaults, and four hundred thirty thousand uh, Parmesan wheels, which is over two hundred million plus dollars, are stored there. So it's like a low, like, hey, I'm going to put my that's, cheese away to mature, yep. and I'll build some interest and, and some it's collateral. Yeah, and that's it's incredible. It's a cheese bank. I'm stunned by the awesomeness of that. I thought just, that was a good I'm one. Actually, like almost speechless. I That's... thought that was a good one. I thought you would enjoy that one. Uh, but I thought it was very interesting. It's a bank that, like you said, like there's some collateral. It's like, yeah. hey, I need a loan. All right, give us some good cheese, depending on how good it yeah. is. We'll help you out. But if the cheese is bad, or if you default on the yeah. loan, we're selling that cheese. Yeah, I love the fact. I wonder if it's they charge them higher interest if it's lower quality cheese. I would think. I would think, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to do a little more research, yeah. friends who know things about Italy. Yeah. But There's I, a nice business opportunity here in the States. I was just going to yeah. say, if we want to switch, because I feel like at some point the whole paper money, loose change thing, people are going to be annoyed by it. I'm already... Oh, I we're, I don't completely do headed change. back to a barter system. So, like, when if the massive economic collapse happens, which a couple of probably any day now. Uh, but I, I would love to go to some kind of currency system where cheese is a major. You know, just like, hey, well, I made you this nice cheese. Yep. Put it in the bank yep. for me. Now you will fix my electricity. And now help me out. <laughs> yeah, I will. I love that idea. Yep. But so I, I thought that was a 
interesting international cheesing. That's a great international cheese. I felt thing. good about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one's strong. The poem I'll find. We'll post it yeah, online for sure because yep. Kirk will do a nice reading of it. Last week you talked about your uh, honeymoon. You talked about going out west and um, having some Tillamook while you're out. We there. did, yes. So um, I looked up um, some cheese law. Ooh, I love. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's a board. lot of cheese law. So when you go into Google Scholar and Google cheese law, yeah. you get over oh, ten thousand. So excited. <laughs> um, it's apparently a litigious hotbed out there in the Willamette Valley. Um, we were, yeah, yeah okay. So, um, back in the mid '60s, the Tillamook County Creamery Association sued the Tillamook Cheese and Dairy Association over who had rights to the name Tillamook. Yeah, oh, which man. is interesting because you know there's a town and a county named Tillamook, and so yeah, know, they're fighting over That's something that pretty much is. Um, the trial court sided with the defendant, saying that County Creamery had to stop bugging cheese and dairy. Because cheese and dairy had the rights to Tillamook. Um, County Creamery appealed to the U.S. Circuit Court. So this went all the way into the federal court system. And it gets, re- I mean, the, reading this um, legal opinion is just really confusing because um, the, I'm, I'm just using abbreviations here. Cheese and dairy was originally Tillamook Creamery all the way back in 1895. Oh, wow. Okay. But from 18, 1924 through 1967, County Creamery, founded in 1909, <laughs> Was selling all the cheese in Tillamook County, oh, even the cheese made by cheese and dairy. This is a whole tangled web. There's a whole lot of la- yes. legal language in this thing, but it basically boils down to the court saying, County Creamery, your argument is dumb and everyone knows it. Um, so when you're, you're reading like legal opinions, there's, it's all like very technical language yeah, and like yeah. that. But every once in a while, the judge's personalities show through, and they're clearly just given the finger <laughs> to, to <laughs> the defendant in the appeal because they're just like, no, this is just dumb. So after that, Tillamook Cheese and Dairy, who won the rights to the name Tillamook, Tillamook turned around and sued County Creamery, the people yes. who had sued them, a bunch along with other people for damages because County Creamery conspired to restrain interstate trade and tried to create a monopoly. They're sore losers, apparently. <laughs> the district court summarily dismissed both complaints in the lawsuit, so they appealed up to the yeah. federal circuit. Um, and the U.S. Circuit reversed both of those dismissals, and they did it in very kind of peremptory tones. They were just like completely contemptuous of the whole argument that was being made. So that's not the end of things out there in Tillamook County. Um, This is um, a bit from a legal legal, um, decision in 2006. Judges can be really funny when they want to be. So this is a direct quote. The Tillamook County Creamery Association. So these are those people, the ones that yeah, sued yeah. the first time and lost and then got sued and lost. So they're <laughs> back at it again. Uh, the Tillamook County Creamery Association, the maker of the Tillamook brand of cheese for nearly 100 years, has a beef with a company called Tillamook County Smoker, a purveyor of smoked meats and jerky. Yes. In 1976, Tillamook County Smoker began selling its meat products under its name. The cheese people had actual knowledge of Tillamook County smokers' activities, but never said a word. Not only that, the cheese folks even sold Tillamook County smokers' products in its own gift shop and its mail-order catalog. 
25 years later, when Tillamook County Smoker began selling its meat snacks in supermarkets, the cheese people, for the first time, claimed trademark infringement and sought to enjoin the meat people from making any further use of the Tillamook County Smoker name. The cheese people explained their quarter-century delay in taking action against Tillamook County Smoker by contending they are the victims of, quote, progressive encroachment. The district court ruled that the cheese people are barred by latches, which is unreasonable delay in legal terms. We agree. (laughs) So that's just a brutal smackdown (laughs) by by the federal judge. That's great. Federal judge who does not want to do this. So we've got links to those. We will put those up on the website. You can read these things in full. Um, I I love legal opinions because... There's all sorts of fun to be. But uh, oh. yeah, I'm just, I thought all cheese people just got along ever, but I thought no. It's contentious. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Just all glowering at each other out there. there in Willamette Valley. They're just sitting across <laughs> the street from each other at their little stands and stores. Just... <laughs> like Starbucks franchise. That's so just mad just at each other. Shut up. I'm Tillamook. No, I'm Tillamook. <laughs> I am. Let's go watch the cheesemakers tonight. <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. Cheese people and the meat people. The cheese people and the meat people. I mean, when you break down society, which, yeah. we should yep. see now we're going to write some like self-help book about are you a cheese person or a meat person. Right. Cheese people warring. That's delightful. Yeah, now we're going to have to try all the different Tillamooks that we can find and see if there's any discernible <laughs> difference between them. What they're if actually. If we can't tell it, then they're all going to come and beat us up. I'm fine with that. It's a delightful place. Go back. So, world cheese news now. Yes. Um, this is another news new segment. Now. Breaking, sort of, um, cheese stories from around the world. Yes. Archaeologists have discovered a 3,200-year-old <gasps> cheese. So, yeah, you saw an article I did. about this? Yeah, yep. incredible. Yep. Um, it's from Egypt in the tomb of Thames, who was the mayor of Memphis. That city does not exist in Egypt anymore. It basically is just ruins buried by the desert. It is in Tennessee. A Memphis not is in Tennessee, Memphis. not the Memphis. Okay. Probably going to get in trouble for that Memphis. too. Yep, yep. But okay. Um, okay. It's a whole confusing thing. It's a, I'm very confused. <laughs> it is the oldest known solid cheese. There is a 4,000-year-old Chinese kefir, which is a fermented liquid, but um, the cheese people have determined that <laughs> that doesn't people. count as a cheese. It's a fermented liquid, not a hard substance, therefore not cheese. I want a microphone in the room of those meetings. <laughs> hey, we found a 4,000-year-old cheese. That's a liquid. <laughs> that's not a cheese. Yep. And plus, it's like international bragging rights. Oh, big so time. you know, that's, that's UN level oh, that's of highfalutin. It probably is. They have, I want to be on sure, that committee. Yep. Um, the tomb was originally raided in the 19th century. Then it got covered up again. They're not entirely sure why. Probably by the raiders to keep other people from getting yeah. it. And then just the desert did its Common desert. practice. Yep. Okay. It was um, rediscovered in 2010, and the cheese itself was found a few years later. Um yes. Initially, the archaeologists couldn't figure out what they were looking at. It's this big whitish lump. A hunk? Yep. What is it? <laughs> then they realized it was food for Ptames because that's an Egyptian burial ritual. You give them food for their journey to the yep. afterlife. Um, they ran tests on it because that's what you do when you're science. science. Um, it's made from cow milk plus either sheep or goat. They're hard to determine, um, discern from each other when they're that old. They figure it w- it's a solid but spreadable cheese, so mm. like a cream cheese or the spreadable snow frisk. I love that. Um, they say that it probably had a sharp and acidic bite. So mm. here's my question. Yeah. 
You're telling me none of those guys, like when they're like, hey, this is a cheese, was like, we should eat that cheese. Well, I guarantee you they thought of it because it, there was that stuff that people found that like the black goo that they found also in an Egyptian yeah. tomb that people were like, I want to drink it. And so people like, people will do the damnedest things. I feel like somebody would eat that. Cheese. It would be a bad idea to eat this yeah, one because they ran some tests on it and they found that it was contaminated with Brucella melitensis, oh, which is a common dumb. contaminant in unsterilized milk. It can give you brucellosis, which is you really, really, really don't want to have it. Some old timey scary thing that people don't have anymore. Yeah. Um, maintain proximity to a bathroom. One of those. That's all I'm saying. I could, yeah. I could see how uh, that would be. Fever, a bloating, <laughs> dairy um, side yeah, product. Yeah. Um, huh. Like dairy related issues with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of curse. Yep. You can read more about this in the journal Analytical Chemistry, and we'll yes. post a link up to that site yes, as we well. Will. You will not understand a whole lot of it. Unless you are an analytical chemist, because whoa. that's an old cheese. Yeah, that's an old cheese. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like somebody there is going to be like, yeah, this guy. We were going to talk to the guy who found it, but yep. he got in the bathroom for six weeks. <laughs> They're be like, he ate that cheese. Yeah. It seems like it'd be hard to not yep. be like, got got to try it. There are pictures of it all over the web. Apparently, they only took one picture because every website you go to, it's the exact yeah, it's same, the same picture. One. It looks like a big old round wheel of like really aged cheese. Kind I of. think. That's crumbly and moldy. I just remember seeing the photo and I was like, that looks like rocks. Yep, it was wrapped in cloth like a a cloth bound cheddar. So that'll be a regular thing we do um, on the Cheesecast is bring you um, up to date news from the world of cheese or of cheese in the world, however you want to phrase that thing. All the cheese news you never knew you needed to know. That's right. There you go. We'll steal that. We're purveyor of that. We are. We are that. (laughs) We're here for your cheese. So the real reason we're here today is um, um, Dane bullied me into um, writing a script. I made that decision yep. to do it today. Um, so. And I was in the store looking at cheese because that's what I do. <laughs> and they had a whole welter of cheeses. Um, massive number of cheddars. And so I bought five of them um, yes. for Dane to try. Yes. So to the, the name of today's episode, I mean, if you've seen it, if you're online, is Cheddargasm because... <laughs> <laughs> what I've been told is the name of today's episode. Yeah, let's see if you actually have. It's gonna go uh, like Cheddar Sode One, the Phantom Cheese Pun. I don't know, but I like mine better. That's yeah, <laughs> okay, that's fine. I mean, it's in keeping with our personalities. Yeah, no, are, that's accurate. Yeah, we, we have the sense of humor of twelve-year-olds. So. <laughs> we are. Yep. So um, I guess I'm gonna start with what you know about cheddar. I have a whole bunch of cheddar facts. Yeah. Um, what do you know about cheddar? Um, so I know about cheddar that I've eaten it. Yeah. Personally, not a lot. But there is a thing yeah. that was another fact that we were doing much hullabaloo <laughs> yep. about and discussion that I think is fantastic. And cheddar's been around for a minute, I would say, <laughs> yeah. probably even earlier than this. But <laughs> way back when, I am not a history professor, so the date when Andrew Jackson once held this would be for Kirk to decide. Uh, but apparently, way back in the day, U.S. President... <laughs> I'm just going to decide. 1650. 1994. Uh, U.S. <laughs> one of those is not right. <laughs> We're not saying which. You figure it out. <laughs> you at home. Uh, U.S. President Andrew Jackson once held an open house party at the White House uh, when he served a 1,400-pound, which is 640 kilograms, so a little bit under a ton. But that's a big old block of cheese. Yep. Uh, and again, just trying to be big. And not only was it a block of cheese, it was a block of cheddar cheese. Yes. And the 
common thing you find around this story. I found it on multiple places. They all made sure to mention that the White House was said to have smelled like cheese for weeks after this. And so just how else can you throw an open house party back in the day than have a 1,400-pound block of cheddar cheese? Andrew Jackson likes to party. Um, So to answer your question, I knew it was before the Civil War, but I wasn't sure exactly when. He was president from 1829 to 1837. I was close. No. In the grand scheme of time that the world's okay, and the universe has been around. Yeah, I got to give you Let's that. Let's have one. a macro right. view, so, Kirk. Okay. <laughs> so um, I have some information to build on from that. Yes. Um, there is a thing in popular culture related to President Jackson. And I'm going to give you a keyword now. See if you can pick up on it. And his big block of cheese. Nope. Nope. Okay. Um <laughs> Andrew Jackson's big block of cheese was the inspiration for um, a riff that um, happened on the West Wing in its first two seasons where Chief of Staff Leo McGarry (laughs) would open up the the White House um, senior staff to members of the public um, rather than people with power and influence. Um, And they called it Big Block of Cheese Day. Um, You can find out about Big Block of Cheese Day in episode five of season one or episode 12. 15 of season two. It gets even cooler though, is that afterwards it became a real thing when president Obama opened up senior staffers, senior members of Congress and um, like heads of executive of the different branches of the executive to members of the public via social media and did big block of cheese day in 2014, 2015 and 2016. So if you go, I put up a, I'm going to have some links to those stories, but you could actually go online and chat with like the secretary of labor or whatever like that. So Andrew Jackson, your vision lives on even today. With less tons of cheese. Yeah. But, equal as open party. That's That's great. Big fricking block of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. That's, I can't even imagine. I can't how, like in, picture in that terms of even. weight. I know what it weighs. It's like you know half of my car. I'd say it's like fourteen hundred. Yeah, pounds. but it's dense, so it's probably like smaller than my car. That's what but. my issue, especially with like the seven thousand pound cheese. Yeah. And there's a larger one also oh, somewhere yeah. that was yeah. that that broke the stage at a New York <laughs> World Fair thing. It like <laughs> fell through, and they had to make this new thing of yeah. girders. And stuff. <laughs> but I, I can't fathom it, in my head. That's pretty. That's something you have to cheese proof yourself. Right. <laughs> okay, guys, we got to get that cheese stage <laughs> back out here. So you know anything else about cheddar, or, or is uh, that it? No, I okay. like. I'll tell you how much I don't know. I'm looking at these little Tupperwares of cheese in front yep. of me, and I didn't know cheddar came in more than one color. Oh, really? Like I've heard of like white cheddar. I yeah, guess, but that's like, its natural color. Really? Yeah. The, the orange like, it comes from annatto oil that's added ooh. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where you. That's where you get your zoomed Yeah. <laughs> Um, cheddar originated in the village of Cheddar, which is in Somerset, England, um, around um, that area. There are limestone caves, which are ideal for the aging of the cheese. Cheese caves. Um, maybe, maybe the recipe for cheddar got to England um, via the Romans who brought over a French recipe. I just sparked an international incident about that because <laughs> um, the British are no way ceding that territory. I can guarantee it. <laughs> In England, it's at least a 900-year-old tradition and probably older. We've got documentary evidence that King Henry II at one point bought five tons of cheddar. So right there. Five times Andrew Jackson. (laughs) Yep. One up. Yep. Five Um, ups. 
According to tradition, cheddar should be made within 30 miles of Wells Cathedral, um, which is the lovely cathedral. You should go visit it. It is the most popular cheese in the United Kingdom, second most popular in the U.S. Hmm. Beyond being named for a place, cheddar is also a process. So oh, okay. you, you make cheddar, you knead the curd with salt, then you cube and stack it, and okay. you turn it, and that process is That's called the... cheddaring. So. Nice. I've seen if that. you're just letting cheese sit in a sack and you're in Cheddar, England, you're not cheddaring. <laughs> it's not cheddar. You, it, it, you, you could call it cheddar because it's from cheddar, but you ain't cheddaring. So not cheddar that, in a, that cheddar. It's a thing. I like it. Um, all of the cheeses we've got here today are mass market cheeses. And the reason we did that is, you know, you and I, we talked about this last week. We, yeah. we like local producers. We like small businesses. We like yes. to support that stuff. On the other hand... We're also aware that some of our listeners might not have access to specialty cheese shops, or they do, but they don't want to drive two hours That's to get real. there, or they might simply not have the wherewithal to pay $60 a pound for a super fancy cheese, um, and some of them will run that if they're really rare and hard to find. Um, so these are all cheddars that we've got, um, but they're ones that you can get from any well-stocked kind of deli area yeah. in a supermarket. Um, they're available like all over the place, and that's kind of based partly for me on a, a gripe that I have about food magazines and food cooking oh, shows because sure. I read them and watch them all the time and they're always talking about these ingredients. I'm like, yep, I got to drive to Chicago to find right. that. Oh, or, I can't get that here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that particular technique can only be done at 8,500 feet and you got to have a Tibetan mountain girl helping you do it and it's just not going to happen in Jackson, Michigan. So not exactly the same. Right. Yep. Climate now. Yeah, it'll it'll be edible. It's just not going to be the thing. So I I, I kind of have a gripe about that. And so that's also why we'll frequently feature stuff that you know normal mortals like us can get, <laughs> not break the bank, and not have to go crazy looking for. We can we don't have to do these in any particular order. You can just point at one, and I will give it to you. Can um, I point at one and grunt? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like that. It's hard <laughs> reading which direction that grunt <laughs> was <laughs> in. This one. Yeah, All right. Yeah, one. he's going for. You're going. Okay, you'll get a kick out of this. This one's can't wait. from Wisconsin. Yay! Yay! We got some. Which also, listeners, thank you for people showing interest in the Wisconsin talk. We have a few people who are from Wisconsin yeah. that would like to have their voice heard. But so we'll get there. Uh, so taste it without knowing things about it first. It, here's what, this was kind of an aggravating thing for me. So, you know, while Whoa. I was doing all of my research <laughs> that you made me do, I did, um, I it, I'm sleep deprived and it's your fault. So, I mean, I was doing the research and I found, of course, tons of information on oh, cheddar yeah. and everything like that. But the information on these cheeses themselves, I've, we've got links to most of the producer websites. One of them was a little hard to dig around <laughs> in, but their information is just minimal. It's a couple of like oh, marketing sure. based sentences yeah. and things like that. So, um, yeah, it, it's a Wisconsin cheddar. I'll give you some more information on yeah. that, but you're going to eat it, yeah. and then I'll tell you a little bit about it. it's Wisconsin-ness. I appreciate the cubing, by the way. Yeah. I, I like cubes. Yeah, I was cubes thinking of, my way, yeah, I, I just I decided to cube these. I, it was just... After we had done the sliced and the yeah. cubed, I prefer it, cubed. It felt like the way to go. It feels like a party when it's cubed. <laughs> Is it a party in your mouth? It's about to be. <laughs> Hold <laughs> the up. All right, so have some yeah, I was too. gonna say I feel like you should Even enjoy it too. Just ate lunch, I'm like full, but I it's didn't. cheese. This is my food for the day. So eat up. There's gonna be more. <laughs> but, uh, so it's this one. And while I look at the five Tupperware containers, the other four are all white, which you say is the natural. This one is very orangey yellow. Mm -hmm. This is what I associate with cheddar. Yep, probably because of the Wisconsin cheddar. Yeah, connection. So. <laughs> 
Trying to not. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just delightful. That's everything I want in the cheese right there. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good cheese. Yep. Yeah, this is the just... cheddar I remember from when I was a kid. Because same thing, when I lived in yeah. Wisconsin, my all my cheese was orange. Yeah, this um, is... My first white cheddar I saw, I was like, that's not cheddar. And, like, <laughs> I got this really kind of snooty talk about annatto oil and things <laughs> like that, so... But this is, like, in that same that same vein, same lane, whatever, yep. using the same thing over and over. But this is like, if I was to have cheese yep. at a party, like with the little toothpicks or yeah. with what I, yep. this is exactly what yep. I imagine. Yep. It's delicious. So this is Black Num-num. Creek Extra Sharp Cheddar. It's a Wisconsin two year, so it's a 24 okay. month aged. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's a classic mm. Wisconsin cheddar. It tastes cheese. exactly like you would expect yes. a cheddar cheese it's to taste. Cheese. Yep. So the sharpness, yeah. I yeah, say that's... that really came through. I remember you were a little, <laughs> not disappointed, just a little surprised that the seriously sharp was not as sharp as you yeah, expected it to be. Yeah, I thought it, it would be. be more. See, yep. this seemed sharper yeah, to me. Yeah, to me too. And I like it. That's yep. I like that in my cheese. Because like, right when that sharpness hit on yep. my palate, wherever that would hit, in my head I was like, all right, now is when I grab the meat. The little meat yeah, yep, disc yep. and a cracker, yep. and we're good to go. Meat from the meat people, and you the have meat. some of that. <laughs> I, we're all about trying to bring people together here and start international conflict, but That's mostly right. <laughs> bring the cheese and meat people of Tillamook together. That's right. Why can't we all get along? Why can't we all cheese and meat along? Yeah. That's the way it's meant to be. It's my dream. Summer sausage and cheddar cheese. Oh, that's a good cheese, though. All like, right. That's a, that's a big fan. So based on your choice for that one, I'm, I'm picking this next one Please for do. you so you can have kind of a... Sort of head-to-head thing. So number two. Number two. Uh, This one, like the rest, it appears, is white. Yep. This one definitely smells different than that one. Okay. It's got Different how? Not like a stinkier, but like a little more pungent, I think. Yeah, it's a different taste. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, this one's... hmm. It's definitely more like a... Like a sting, like I don't know if that's sharp. Yep. Sharper, but like a sting. There was more of like a yep a sting on my palate when I put that one in and chewed. I'm getting more butter off of this one yeah. too. It's creamier. It's very, I was just, yep. it's very smooth yep. and creamy. Yep. Where the other was just like a cube. Yeah, it's kind of very... it's got that kind of crumbly that cheddar gets as it gets older it tends yeah. to get crumblier. It's still got the all the butterfat content, but it just dries out over time. Yeah. So this one's very creamy. Yep. And smooth. So That's good. The reason I gave you this one is this is another Cabot cheese. So you okay. had the Cabot last yes, time. I like the Cabot. This is their um, Lamberton, which is an original okay. 1919 recipe. So it's one of the Ooh, original recipes cool. from the founders like of the place. Um, it's. Um, I actually like it a little bit better than the seriously sharp that we had last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I well, not if, last week, two weeks. Ago, yeah, if I was to eat a Cabot cheese so yep. far out of the two, I would yep. pick this one. Yep, this would be like the smoothness. I really, yeah. I, I like yep. that. I would, I'd be into that. That's a good cheese. I'm trying to think, I'm going to grab another one of those Wisconsin ones. I'm trying to decide which one has more of an that kind of lingering aftertaste because yeah. that Cabot me, it really hangs around. For me, it was the Cabot. Yeah, big time. And what was the brand on the first one? Black Creek, you said. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that one to me was just kind of like a, oh, yep, you're eating cheese, then it was done. Where this one, the Lamberton from Cabot, definitely, for me, hung out. It was a little more in the mouth. Yep. Not that it's still good. That's a good cheese. I like cheddar. I feel like all yeah. my new top ones yep. are going to be cheddars. The um, Black Creek, it's got, the the aftertaste is a little bitter, bitterer, mm. bitterer, more bitter. More bitter. More bittery. You're not an English professor. No, we'll not at all. Out. 
Um, I've been making words up all day. People keep looking at me kind of with the side eye. <laughs> Once you've done enough with words, yep. you are then welcome to do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, I've used them all. So. <laughs> I've used them I all. ran out. Um, <laughs> yeah, the aftertaste of the Wisconsin is a little more bitter um, than the aftertaste of the Vermont, which has a kind of softer, more buttery hanging out feel. Yeah. And both very good, but definitely different. Like if you would have told yeah. me today, like, hey, we're going to eat cheddars, I was coming in like, there's five, Kirk. Yep. Can't do. Like, <laughs> do we need five? Yep. So I'm excited to see even how those little nuances oh, yeah. can yep. make it different. Like we talked about the first time, whether it's regional yep. from the Wisconsining or the Vermont yep. part. Or, so yeah, interesting. Right. Very smooth. So creamy. pick your next one. Hmm, the one farthest away. This one? Yeah. Okay, now you're flying all the way across the Pacific to Australia. For I was this wondering, I, oh, I thought it was Austria. No. I saw Austria. No, I don't know so if Austrians like, do cheddar. So um, give a whack to the uh, Australians there. Straya. Straya. <laughs> you had a word. That's <laughs> you just sniffed the microphone. <laughs> Corn <laughs> Mr. Falconing Sons of Biscuits. That's, last week, I dropped one. And then I was hoping, I'm sure we'll cut some of this or we'll use it because Kirk can't handle it. But, and I knew, I went, I had the cheese, listener, up by the mic. It's very close. The mic's hanging by her face. And I had it in my hand, not in front of my face. And I leaned forward and smelled the mic. And I was like, I hope Kirk didn't notice. And he did. I can't. <laughs> Recover. I'll eat this cheese. Ooh, right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one is considerably more offensive. <laughs> Those Aussies got it's game. Gritty? That. Yeah. It's gritty? It's gritty? Yep. Woo. That is. That's a real sharp one. Yep. Is it sweet? Is that really sweet? Ooh. It does have some sweet edges yeah. to it. There's a lot of there's a lot going on yep. there. It's very pungent, yep. potent. The smell is not like very mild smelling, think. but that's a weird thing about cheese smells is the the really really stinky cheeses often have very very mild really? smells. I I'm sorry that my, that was directly related. Did you hear what I just said? I did. Yeah. Oh, God, go. <laughs> We're covering ourselves in glory <laughs> here today. Covering ourselves in cheese. <laughs> the really really stinky ones often have very mild taste. Taste. Um, and I mean. It, I don't, I don't know why. That's something we've got to research and Science. find out about. Um, it's yeah, it's there's something going on there. But yeah, the, the Australian very mild um, aroma to it. But yeah. yeah, it's got a big upfront attack. It smells like a thing. microphone. But yeah, like before I even chewed it, it just entered my mouth, yep. and I was like, "Oh, this is a cheese." <laughs> that is yeah, that's quite the spectrum yep. from that Wisconsin one to this one. Yep. That is a stark difference. Yep. So this is an Irish cheddar. Irish. Was the Australian? I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, the the um, Australian some... is Old Crock Extra Sharp. It's an 18th, 18 plus month. Oh, nice. Okay. Cheddar. So that's why it's so yep. more pungent. Yep. See, this one, like, same, the smile was pretty, the smell was pretty mild. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's been a theme among all of these yep. for the most part. Um, with it, and that could be a cheddar thing. Uh, this one definitely has some of those, like, higher notes, mm -hmm. like, in your mouth where you feel like, yep. oh, there's something. Not as mild as the Wisconsin, definitely not as my or as intense as the Australian, mm -hmm. but 
good. It's very. It was also very smooth. Yeah, it tasted. It was, it this is the though. youngest. Um, the, I, you know, well, just about the youngest of them. It's a twelve-month-old Irish um, Kerrygold-aged cheddar. Mm. Um, when I was in Ireland, we traveled around Ireland. Oh, the cheese is over there. Oh yeah, I I mean, they're, they're like unbelievable range of cheeses, but cheese tour. lots of different. Yeah, that's That'd pretty much great. what it was. Go to Little Town. Go to a cheese shop, ask about what cheese is made by the farmer yeah, down the road, and yeah. they know, and they'll tell you, like, oh, and he, the guy the guy who makes the cheese knows the name of the cow. That's my heaven. I was going to yep. say, oh, that was Bessie. Yeah, yep. Bessie puts yep. out some good. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, so I have had a lot of Irish cheddar. This is a nice mass market available one. Yeah, like that. that's good. And the last one. Ingwood? Yep. This one, I actually have information you can use. In, I can uh, use, uh, yeah, personally? A, yeah, it's, it's valuable information. For your everyday life. This one I will say, well, Wisconsin is orange. It's mm-hmm. the the me cheese that I'm used to. The Cabot, the Australian, and the English are all just kind of white. And this one, or this is the English, the Irish, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, the English one, it's more yellowy. Yep. It's got a more yellow tint to it. So, Oh, it's very soft. Yeah. That was a very easy bite. I was expecting some resistance. Mmm. That's a soft cheese. Ooh. What a ponderous yeah. cheese! It's very ponderous. It's a, it's a, it's a very different from the first four. It's a thinker. Yep. There are reasons for that. We'll get into that. Yeah, in it's. Yeah, that's it's super different. Mm-hmm. It's very smooth. Yep. Very calm. Like yep. there's not, but there yep. is a taste there, and yep. I'm hoping you tell me what it is because I don't know what it is. So this is in just that's terms good. of months. It's the youngest one. This is yep. aged ten plus months, so it's somewhere in that range. This is a West Country farmhouse cheddar okay. um, from England. So that actually means a thing. Um, Good. It's, um, remember when we were talking about Manchegos um, yes. on our first broadcast about the DO, the protected um, origin denomination? Yep. Um, West Country farmhouse cheddar is a DO. Okay. Um, it can, it's cheddar, it's only cheddar produced from local milk within Somerset, Dorset, Devon, and Cornwall nice. and manufactured using traditional methods. And they're the only ones that can use the yeah, West Country their, Farmhouse yeah. Cheddar. Farmhouse Cheddar implies local handmade and it's it's like hyper local because it's made from milk that the cheesemaker got from a herd he owns. Nice. So, so it's, it's actually like, yeah, his cow. Yeah, they're his cows. Cow. Yep. Yeah. And the milk is unpasteurized. So okay. it's, um, that's going to, all of that's going to contribute to the different flavor of this thing. Which is so, very different. Yeah. Compared to the others. Um, in the United States, if you get like an American cheese that's got farmhouse attached to it, it's not anything you can really rely on because it's basically becoming a, like a, <coughs> excuse me, marketing thing. That's what I was going to say. It's like the, yep. not organic, you, there yep. are theoretically standards, yep. but things like that. Where all like natural. You see something that's all, all natural. natural. Yeah. Just, and you can't actually get farmhouse from what i understand in canada you can't be made in canada you can probably get it there because it's illegal to yes. make cheese from the unpasteurized milk of your own cows yeah, i saw some legality so, things i saw a thing about bring farmers have been arrested cheeses. for doing that that's so that's hard for farm like yeah you, that's you got yep. street cred after yep. that farm cred after yeah. that yeah cred. gangsta farmer yeah just <laughs> oh is he going to yeah he's going in for another yep another stretch um I did not know any of that. I mean, I've seen lots of farmhouse cheddars and had them a lot before, but never bothered to really look into it yeah. like that. But it's particularly that West Country 
um, farmhouse cheddar. This is um, marketed under the Westminster brand. It's okay. from a huge corporation called sure. Summerdale. They've got like 100 cheeses on their website. Weirdly, nothing about this one. I had mm. to go other places to yeah. learn about the process and everything like that. You would think that'd be all over their website. Yeah. I don't it know seems why. Like, yeah. But that's, yeah. But like you said, the taste, very noticeable. And yeah. It's from that unpasteurized? Yep. Nice. Yep. Like the Australian cheese where I, mm-hmm. it hit me and I was like, whoa, I thought all cheddar tastes like yeah. the Wisconsin one. Yep. This one surprised me as yep. well. It's very versatile, this cheddar. Yeah. I feel like there's a yep. lot of different lanes for it to go. Yeah. It, and yeah, it, all it's made all over. I mean, particularly the English-speaking world because when people either were transported or um, sentenced in the case of Australia <laughs> yeah, or sent there for bad driven things. out or left or whatever, they brought their traditions with them. And so yeah. cheddar is just all over the place. Um, so what do you think? Where, where do they oh, stand? I yeah, that's hard. It when, might have to yeah. be another taste. There's okay. a lot of them. But I feel, and I feel like I'm. I need to get my bias out of here because the Wisconsin one I currently have in the first slot because okay. it's good. It's safe. It's home team favorite. Yeah, it's home. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go again, and we'll see. Hmm. Oh, that Cabot one is pretty good though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay with my roots. Wisconsin is my number one All because right. I'm comfortable with it. Yep. That's my when I think about it. When I think about cheddar in my mind, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's my number one. Uh, I'm going to have to go. The Ireland cheese is my number two because mm-hmm. there wasn't anything too crazy. Again, when I think cheddar, I think it's pretty okay. calm baseline. All right. And I liked I liked the smoothness. Man, when I bring in the really <laughs> heavy aged cheddars, you're gonna be that's gonna be a hard afternoon for you. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, and then though, to go totally against what I just said, third is gonna be the Australia because I had no idea that like cheddar yeah. again. I thought it was pretty chill. Could be as like that's the biggest face punch you. of the five. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then these last two, the English, the one we just finished talking yep. about, uh, over in the West Country. I gotta go back again and figure it nope. out. In Cabot, I think I'd go Cabot and okay. then the English one. Okay, and not to say the English one is bad. Yep, it's just different. And if I'm gonna sit down and because that's how I think of the ranking to give you my rubric of sorts. Yep, uh, it's what I would sit down and eat. Yep, like and on purpose. So I think this would be my lineup. All right. Those are good cheeses, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been taking notes while Dane is talking to the extent that I'm writing down abbreviations of places of origin because <laughs> we're going to get that on the website. And then Absolutely. at some point, we're going to do um, a smackdown where all of Dane's number ones go up against each other. That's a we'll great see idea. How they'll land up. That's, I, I'm very yeah. into that. The problem is, is I can't cloak that cheddar because it's so visually distinctive. So, you yeah. might have to blindfold it or something we can like blindfold. that. Yeah. That's, Somebody else can blindfold me. Yeah. I don't trust Probably me. have to. Yeah, you're kind of a sissy baby, so you'll have to have Aaron here to kind of keep an eye on things. Hold so. my hand, make sure yep. everything's okay. <laughs> uh, but I, this was a, this again, as the cheese cast has been for the previous episode and the whole adventure in itself, has, is very eye opening to me because again, coming from the uneducated, uninitiated mm-hmm. cheese background. This number one that I like the most, probably because yep. it's close to home, is what I really understood cheddar to be. Yep. But with all these, and again, with the variety of location and where they're from, uh, they have their own little taste. And I think that's mm-hmm. a really cool side of things. And very nice. Yeah, they're Cheetos. absolutely distinctive. I mean, yeah, once you get used to them, you're not going to mistake one for the other. Yeah. And that's like when I asked you which one is which. And I, even I, like I know when I put, you know, the 
the last one, the yep. English one, I know what it's going to kind of be, yep. and I know it's different than the rest. So. Yeah, but two of them particularly, um, the Irish and the um, Vermont, the Cabot, are almost visually undistinguishable. Yeah, they look they're, exactly They're little, the same. like, half-inch cubes yeah. uh, of almost the exact same shade. The Australian just looks drier and more The Australian crumbly. looks like it's going to hit you. Yep. I, I want it again. Um, the English, the farmhouse, um, literally looks like a smoother cheese. Yeah, it, and it... It looks like little butter cubes, and yep. that's like the consistency of yep. when you bite it. Yeah, my much... teeth just like fell through it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, this Australian though, it might move up. <laughs> we'll go to move Australian. Oh, that's good. It's it hits you. Yeah. Those are good cheeses yep. though. So, are there any? We've gotten lots of really lovely feedback um, from the first episode. People have come up to me and said how much they enjoyed it. They actually yeah. came and found me to tell Ooh. me that, which is usually when people come and find you, uh-huh. it's to like yell at you. Yeah, that's good. usually if yeah. people come to this building. So that was, that was a very nice surprise yesterday. Um, <laughs> lots of lovely posts and like that. Do we have very anything much. we're going to read other than the ones that oh, you've got? Or, or There are some other ones that right. I'll go find in a sec. Uh, but some very nice comments and very good ideas, yeah. which are things I think we yeah. definitely... Uh, want to keep encouraging people to do. Uh, if you're not friends with Kirk or I on Facebook, one, how did you find this to listen yeah, to? That's a good question. <laughs> and two, <laughs> feel free to add me. I, I'm, uh, if you're a Cheesecast fan, yep. I'd be happy to yep. make you my Facebook friend. I am a painful introvert, so it's going to be much <laughs> harder to find anything like visible about me on the internet other that's than fine. a bunch of stuff about Shakespeare that you really you don't, don't want to read, read. <laughs> but like I said I, I really like people I the ideas people are saying yeah uh one of my other relatives Keith Day uh wanted to know what kind of cheddar cheese the audience prefers mild regular sharp or extra sharp which I think goes into did to today yep. we're talking about a lot of cheddars yep. if there are cheddars you like let us know yep. either tweet Facebook post. We got a request email. from Suzanne Lewis wanting to know if anybody had had a five-year cheddar. Yeah. Um, I have. Um, that's a mammoth cheese. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, there can be hard to... I know a place that has them, so one of, that's one of an upcoming shows. I'm going to bring in the, the older... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Gnarlier. Yeah. And they they, they <laughs> don't so much slice or cube as kind of crack off. Yeah. Like that. We'll see how I'm Dane excited. does with those. I'm sure it'll it'll hit me, but I'm excited to try it. Yep. I'm excited to still feel like we're slowly rolling yep. up to some more intense yep. cheese. Um, also, again, people with ideas. Another professor here, Sarah Story, yep. uh, wants to know about fruit and cheese pairing and wine and cheese pairing, yep. which, again, all those science people. Yep. Uh, we'll get them to come in. That's a whole thing, boy. That's, that's a thing. She's inside. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Um, lots of professors saying good job. They like it. So thank you. Yeah. You should because yeah. we're we're good at it, obviously, right? Um, but just a lot of people sharing cool, interesting things. We have actually one of my high school friends who I'm seeing next weekend mm-hmm. uh, is a huge fan of Manchego. Oh really? If he spent yeah. time in Spain, oh, and he said, "Hey, I've I don't know if he listened to the first episode, mm-hmm. so Dio, and it's funny because you said Dio. Yep. His name is Drew Otten, but we call him Dio. Okay, he's for, a protected domain of origin. Yes, yeah. but that's why it jumped in my head <laughs> yep. like, oh, that's funny. But he uh, said, "I've been a huge fan of Manchego cheese ever since I had it in Spain. It can be hard to find in the states. Meyer has it sometimes, but I usually go to a specialty cheese yep. shop." Uh, that's the only cheese I have found that tastes way better the younger it is. Six-month-old cheese is the best, and it is the most moist I've ever had. Curious to hear what types of cheese, whether it's dairy, goat, sheep, mouse? You can make cheese out of any <laughs> milk. So we had a conversation about this, and I'm 
there Filt- are, filtering there are again. quotes from that movie with Ben Stiller. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't see why you couldn't make the number of mice you would have to milk That'd be to get enough to get milk a cheese. for cheese. Be, Andrew Jackson was not throwing a mouse <laughs> cheese party. I know that. Uh, but so Dio is doing great things teaching math at a high school near Grand uh-huh. Rapids. So we'll have to yeah. get him in, get him to talk about his cheese. But So I think it's interesting because you talked about Manchego yep. in different ages. Yep. So what did you find to prefer age-wise with that? Um, I agree with him. I love the six-month-old um, Manchegos. Yeah. Um, the younger ones, like y- your description of that one particularly, because I had some afterwards. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I found it to be a little bit waxy, waxier than I had in the past. So yeah. it might have been that particular batch. Could be. It could be just because I had it out exposed to this, like room temperatures for too long. Um, I've had older Manchegos, but they tend to get r- kind of dry, crumbly. Um, and I mean, the, the texture is not bad. It's just not my textural preference. Sure. Um, almost more Parmesan in texture, I would say. Um, but yeah, that the six months old are just awesome. Yeah, he's a big fan too. So yep. we love to hear that. So if you hear us, especially talking about these different cheddars, yeah. things like that, you go, hey, I like that. Let us know. Let us know if we're silly, dumb heads and we don't know what we're talking about, which for me is probably true. For Kirk, though, I would challenge. I think he would know most things about cheese. Whatever the cheese people <laughs> tell me, I know. And what I mean, I, I pay attention when the, the guy at the cheese market is talking about sure. cheese. Um, but you know, the internets tell, t- tell you things, <laughs> They'll tell you some you know. things, but yeah, I've learned, I mean, you cross check. Oh yeah. Check a lot. Journalism. <laughs> uh, but please, you know, let us know what you're eating, what you like, where you find it. Yep. Cause I know that's something I'm going to be yep. chasing down too. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get some of the cheese I'm starting to really enjoy yep. right down the street at the gas station or wherever. So maybe some cheese, but I think now we should do like gas station Gas well, station I, cheese. I eat the gas station cheese and all of that yeah. often because they have little packs. He, here's, I mean, <laughs> it's not bad. It's so, good cheese. Probably we should save this for a later episode. That's fine. Um, when you were a kid, did you ever get the cheese in a can? Yeah. Did you ever spray Sometimes. the cheese right into your mouth? Yeah, big time. Okay. Yeah, me too. Like I, I like cheese whiz. I know it's not yeah. like cheese, but yeah. I like that yeah. fake processed flavor yeah. with crackers and stuff. Yeah. Um, the canned like chip dip cheese yeah is some of my, i put that on everything like if we're eating brats and hot dogs uh-huh. i'll get a can of that and dunk it in there because okay. i'm a glutton <laughs> I, am, I am disgusting uh, but i do that yeah <laughs> just to be frank um and for you to be kirk but please uh continue whether it's on facebook again just get at me get in the dms whatever yep. it is the kids do these days but definitely uh, if you use Twitter or Instagram, at cast underscore cheese, uh, that's C-A-S-T underscore C-H-E-E-S-E, like it sounds, uh, that's us. We'll be posting links to the website, links to cheeses, pictures, all kinds of fun stuff I'll be doing. Uh, and on the website, which you can find through Twitter or on Facebook. Thanks for all your work on that stuff, Dane. Yeah. It's really impressive, everything that you've gotten done. That's fun to do yeah. and easy. So, so um, I am Kirk. I'm Dane. This is the Cheese Cast, um, produced by Dane, um, arranged kind of by me. <laughs> yeah, by that. Um, with thanks again to Olivet College for allowing us to use the space for our recording. Hope to hear from you um, online and in person, and we will be back soon with more cheesy fun in your very near future.